This episode on Stranger's Fiction, Emily, Eric, and Fabian are playing D&D 5e. I'm going very fast because I'm afraid there'll be another delay. This is the third episode of our first long-form campaign, Season of the Lich, and it's recommended you listen to previous episodes from that uh, first. So hi everyone, it's been a bit. Yeah, we're in the it's illusion. been like a few months pre- or something. Let's pretend we recorded all of these back to back, so all the weird changes and inconsistencies feel like make even less sense. Let's pretend we're all in the same room. I mean, we had to get a new artist, and they're drawing loose really buff now. Wait, you fired me? <laughs> <laughs> No, you're the new artist. Oh, okay. The previous artist was me. Okay, I'll draw a loose I got fired. Should we introduce ourselves, maybe? Anyway, yeah. I'm Cassidy. I use she and her pronouns. Hi, I'm uh, Fabi. <laughs> we go. should have orders, but orders are for losers. Just, just, I, go in the, just go in the order we're listed in the voice channel. You I be want me man? to look at the fucking voice channel? Okay, then I go at the end. I go at the fucking end. Go! Go, fucking go. I'm going to go play on my phone. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, big chaotic energy. Eric, would you like to introduce uh, yourself? I'm Eric. I use he, him pronouns. I'm playing Courier 6 for now. That was supposed I to be am- a joke last episode. You don't have to tack on 6 to your name. Commit to the what bit. What if he wants to? Okay, you're now Courier 6, forever. <laughs> I'm Emily, Until I, I he becomes use... Seven. Okay, I just won't introduce myself, it's fine, I'm just, I'm just leave. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was going I... with the bit! We were still doing the bit. I'm Emily, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Goldie, who's an adorable golden retriever shifter. And she's great, and a barbarian. <laughs> Fabby. Hi. Hi. Uh, hi. Hey. Hey, I didn't see you there. Come hi. in. Come in. Take a seat. Um, you might know this, but I am Fabi. Fabi Garza. Uh, I am playing Luz de la Noche. Uh, as everyone remembers, she's a very strong and buff uh, tiefling warlock. Uh, I Maybe you thought she, she was really, like, agile or something? And, and maybe I was playing her that way, but... One could say I lost the character sheet and made a new one. <laughs> I know she's very buff. Uh, because I one randomly rolled that. stats because I wanted to get this done quickly. Uh, so yeah, you know, the, her fanfiction book she carries around where she gets all her magic from. It, that's probably changing her fanfiction. Emily pointed out fanfiction's inconsistent. So, inconsistency. I'm, I'm rolling with the punches. Yeah. And her, her fanfic book also almost became a sword or a chain, but we decided it was going to still be a book. <laughs> I couldn't remember the thing that I took. Emily reminded me it was the tome, 
Because that's the fucking bit, and I forgot. <laughs> so I guess someone's gonna change their character sheet every episode now. Sure, yeah. Bit. Goldie will just be a cleric next session. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Still a dog. That's never Still a right. dog. That's never gonna change. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean that changes quite a bit, though. I mean, she shifts from between, a shifter. between like dog girl and. Furry dog girl. Girl dog? Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, as you might remember from last time, you are in the city of Pencatha, off the shores of Lake... All of you Lake... to assume I remember anything. I said, as you might remember la- from last time. So I didn't assume. And that's why I'm explaining it now, Fabi. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> There, there. Uh, you are on the shores of Lake Nabris in the town of Pencatha, which is being attacked by several waves of undead. Which probably pretty bad. I'm going to pronounce it Lake Nabri. That's probably a better pronunciation of the thing I was trying to write. Never mind. Sorry, I was just doing a bit, but apparently I just owned you. (laughs) I'm not owned. I'm not owned. I scream as I slowly shrink down into a corn cob. (laughs) Anyway, uh, you have learned that these undead are trying to harvest the souls of the people of this town to do something beneath the lake. Dun, dun, dun. You have been directed to the, to the, where is it, the town library, the tome archive, to maybe do some research. Okay, so um, first thing that happens is Goldie picks up a book and starts like sifting through it and going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she closes it and looks at um, Lou straight in the face and says, I can't read. I know that about you, and I love that about you. <laughs> Courier 6 picks up a tome and is like, hey, I got this, don't worry about it. And he just, like, flips through the book super quick, and then he closes it, and he says, I flipped those pages too fast to read. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you notice this, like, elf lady, very haughty looking, uh, tending to the uh, books at the back of the store. Uh, You presume this is the librarian. She sounds cute. Hey, check out that haughty dame over there. That's, uh, (laughs) disrespectful. Um, I believe the proper term is Auga! Auga! You need to follow <laughs> Oh, sorry, you, you, you like howled, so it just kind of activated me. <laughs> Who's a good doggy? Who's a good doggy? Okay, no, I'm just calibrating, make sure you were working alright today. Wait, no, I have to <laughs> calibrate the robot. I get those things. So, um, we'll go up, yeah, we'll go up to the librarian and ask, and ask her what to do, because we're all a bunch of idiots, apparently. 
Last, last time we recorded this, I was like, I guess I have to be the one in charge. I do. I am not in the mental state to be the one leading this group. I, I will say, I, I am kinda, true I wanna, chaotic today. I, I, I'm, I'm playing Goldie like she's, she's like dumb, but she's not like, she's got emotional intelligence, so she's not like useless. She's a bimbo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll go up to the the the. What are we looking for again? Like information clues? on undead. Okay. Um, hey, excuse me. Hello. Um, Miss. Ah, Miss Antari, if you please. Antari, we're trying to find out about undead, so we can kill them. Um. A noble. Yeah, we love murder. Well, I mean, is, is it really murder when they're undead? We love unmurder. Oh, well, I suppose you'd be looking for the philosophy section then, if you're looking as w- as to whether it's immoral to kill undead. Yeah, uh, sure. No, just, Let's read some philosophy books. Uh, please, please point me to the philosophy section. And then uh, if you could please read me out loud some of the things some of your philosophy books say, GM... Talk sure. to me about the philosophy about killing undead, whether that's moral or not. Uh, very well. Over there, you can see we have a small section on philosophy. Uh, in the topic of the sentience and morality of killing undead, there are a number of mm-hmm. tomes by a number of scholars of the Dejai order that argue that undead are are driven by base human needs, or person needs, and therefore killing them is not necessarily immoral, since they have very little self-control and will only bring ruin to society. But there are others who argue, not among the Dejai order, there are others who argue that only the non-sentient undead should be dealt with lethally. And there are... A little too smart. And there are yet more that I... Vampires that will never hurt you. That makes you. sense. Like, vampires seem pretty smart. Yes, exactly. Like vampires. And there are still more that argue that all life should be preserved, even if it is trying to eat someone's brain. But it's not God life, God damn right? these like, vampires like, for what they've done to me. It's like unlike... And then there is the topic of of whether it is true life. It's a, all a very complicated field, you see. I see. I don't think it's going to help us with our thing. You know, like, the lake keeps spawning these undead monsters that keep, like, trying to steal the souls of the villagers here? We're trying to oh, stop yes, that. Oh, yes, it's, it's most disturbing. Yeah. I already I... have had to beat them away from my collection. Oh, that's impressive. Well, I was here last time the undead rose from the lake. Oh, well, that's kind of helpful, I guess. Like, what, what, how'd you stop him that time? Well, I didn't, of course. Um, I meant, like, I'm the just... royal you. Like, I thought that was pretty clear. I oh, mean, like, um, you specifically. <laughs> well, Your Majesty. Uh, oh, whose bows to the librarian. I, I have been told once or twice that I do have the uh, air of royalty about me. Mm -hmm. 
That's what you meant when you said royal you, right? Yes, exactly. So, uh, yes, I was there. And it's very difficult to say. I, A lot of us evacuated fairly quickly, but those who were still in the city went down with all the undead. And I'm not really sure how it happened. I All I know is that the city sank beneath the lake and no one there was ever seen or heard from again. So, that city wasn't this city, right? Because, like, this city's not underwater. Oh, no. No, no. Uh, the city of Fullgate, in the middle of the city, where where I used to live before I came here. In the middle of the lake, there was a city. The undead started crawling up onto its various, uh, uh, various platforms, and it, it was a, uh, Hmm. Where I have a question. Were the platforms more like, uh, like you know, like Mario, or were they a little bit more like, like Super Smash? Like, what were they Trebelso platforms, or were they like platforming brawler? Are we talking Valhalla in here? Uh, for no. people who forgot. I think I, one of the bits of this character is that I broke the fourth wall. I can't remember, honestly. I mean, probably. Um, it, well, the platforms were for traversal. It was uh, mm. like a Bloodborne sort of thing. Wait, Bloodborne exists? <laughs> Not a platformer! <laughs> um, so... Now, if you had said uh, Salt and Sanctuary, that's more like a platformer, but even then, not really. Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight. That's probably what you meant. Does, does that mean if we don't stop this, this, this town's going to sink into the, sea, into the lake too? Well, I'm not really sure, but it's pretty firmly on the bank. This full gate sinking into the lake was always a possibility, just because of wood rot and stuff. Mm. Pardon me, your worshipfulness, but... Hello. You know, little robot there. Looking at uh, common denominators here, seems like maybe you're the problem. <laughs> you I know assure what? you, that's incorrect. There are plenty My of people friend... from the t- the town of Fullgate who have relocated to here. Can I do some okay, sort of check? Okay, so there's a couple of you to blame. I mean, you can try an insight, insight. check if you want. Who should do it? You should probably do it, Eric, right? Uh, My insight's zero, so... My insight's plus two. You were the one who mentioned it, that's why. Uh, Fifteen. You can tell that she's kind of miffed at being blamed for something she very obviously didn't do. Excuse me, Captain, obviously. I really don't think the librarian sunk the city courier. I don't know. Like, I see some books on carpentry before? over there. <laughs> Everyone knows that librarians are just inherently evil, so. I mean, they do have knowledge of, like, she has five copies of the Anarchist cookbook on the shelves. God. Well, no, that's that's good. Nah, evil. Wait, that, could, that could help us kill zombies. Yeah, but where anyone could find them. Oh, okay. You know what? You're right. I apologize. Uh, while we're here... 
Uh, do you have any books about uh, how to uh, raise the dead that we could try to figure out how to also, undo it? Just to clarify, anarchist cookbooks only good if you use those those methods for good, not evil. Um, destroy the state. Do not harm civilians. Okay. Yes. Why, why would we that is the official position. Courier. That is the official position of this podcast on the Anarchist Cookbook. Yeah. So why would we want to raise it, a Courier? We're trying to stop them from raising it. That doesn't make any sense. Well, if you know how to raise it, you know how to lower it, right? I, and then he just turns to the librarian and waits for an answer. I mean, I, I know how to no. smash things with a hammer, but I don't know how to unsmash them, so I don't think that really makes any sense. Uh, no, books mm-hmm. on necromancy are very few and far between. They've, uh, they mostly were destroyed by the Dejai Order. They're okay, sometimes okay. kept in um, containment modules. Uh, they're like the smallpox virus. You successfully avoided my trap I laid for you. You don't have necrotic material the here. Does the Dejai Order like, know how to defeat this? I mean, they, the Dejai Order, uh, they're... They're based pretty far away, uh, down in the nation of Samana Stoke. Uh, they have a suborder called the Banishers. And Do they have a Dom Order too? Ayo! <laughs> they have a Dom Order of Ambassadors, yes. Okay. Uh, they might be of some assistance. Um, it would probably be good to send for help from them. Uh, but... They are spread far, far and wide, and a letter would take probably weeks to get there. Okay, well, I was carrying it. To the Dejai Temple. Courier, you're going to go send it, and then just not be in the campaign? (laughs) Courier's just, like, under his non-existent breath. Like, I could get it there faster. (laughs) <laughs> I, Why don't we you... send Courier 7? I don't know. Make a new one. Courier 7's a chump. <laughs> Courier 007. Thank you. Uh, I suppose... Everyone just stares at the librarian after she said that for no reason. I, I, I can't... I can't read Ian Fleming's books. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, you should probably ask the mayor to send a uh, to send a letter uh, to the Dejai Order. I I don't know if it would arrive with them, and they could amass a force in time to help us. But it's it's worth it's worth trying. Okay. Um. Do, do you have any other information that might help us defeat these undead? Ah. Uh, Hmm, undead, undead, undead. Uh, she goes no, through the books, pawing <laughs> at each of the tomes until she finds one with undead. She pulls it out, flips it open to the right page, and reads, uh, uh, there doesn't appear to be anything here. Uh, ooh, uh, they are immune to being poisoned. The dark magic that reanimates them is... Well, poison isn't very effective against it. Oh, uh, but the the skeletal ones, the the ones with the bows, 
it appears they are not held together very well. They might be able to be smashed apart. Yeah, I noticed that my uh, hammer was doing pretty good work against skeletons. Ah, that that may be a uh, that may be something you wish to exploit in the future. Um, mm. what other sorts of undead have you seen? You've seen this weird undead that sucks out souls. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that guy she, really sucks. She flips through the book, and uh, I can't see anything exactly like that. It may be a custom creation, maybe a new strain. Does that mean that like someone's like? like controlling all of this like maybe there's some like necromancer down there or something well i i don't know how they'd survive at the bottom of the lake but um possibly. magic like come on oh, yes <laughs> but it, it it would have to be an extraordinarily powerful mage to live at the bottom of the lake Oh, what about druids? <laughs> mm, I suppose a druid might. Oh no, they ha druids. Firstly, are sworn to never raise undead, and secondly, uh, well, they can't actually cast any of their magic while uh, in a form that would be able to breathe underwater. Hmm. Oh, oh, unless uh, she hops down from the ladder and scoots it over a bit, climbs up and pulls out a tome. There was a tale of uh, these faraway people who could breathe underwater. Uh, tri tritons. Hmm. Uh, she shows you ability. this picture of a scaly person with some fins. Oh yeah, I've seen that online. Is it like Shape of Water? Basically Shape of Water, except like with like fins sticking yeah. out of its face and head. Oh yeah, I I recognize Friends of the Table fan fiction when I see it. <laughs> but Plus Elysian, right? I'm not sure, is it? Yes. I mean Tritons are like a and d race. No, yeah. Apostolician, uh kind of... Space Greek. I know this. She slots the book back into the bookshelf and comes down the ladder and says, but oh, I'm really not sure what it could be. Tritons are few and far between, especially in this part of the world. I guess one more question. Is there any way we can safely go underwater and see what's going on down there? Well, I suppose if you're something that didn't need to breathe, but... Yo! <laughs> yes, like your little robot friend here. But His name is all... Courier 6. He is a person I would appreciate if you didn't infantilize the cute little robot. <laughs> I don't have I'm a sorry. <laughs> Courier 6. <laughs> Me neither, buddy. Me neither. Same. <laughs> Can I do an animal handling check real quick? Of course. Or Go ahead. Nature. Uh, well, what what are you trying to find out? Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to uh, think about what I know about, uh, like, what kind of fish there might be in this lake. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so that's a total of 18. Alright, you probably know that there are just standard sort of fish, like... Freshwater. Freshwater fish. Uh, biggest is probably, like... (laughs) <laughs> not salmon and not trout. They're more river fish. Yeah, but there's, there would there's be... river salmon. That's oh, yeah, but this is a lake. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I said salmon or river fish. But, like, uh, these are probably more, like, at most the largest fish here would be about two feet long. Right. What if we catch one of these fish, have a druid talk to it, and see what's going on underneath without having to risk ourselves. Well, I can talk to fish. You you can talk to fish? Yeah, I just do a little ritual and I can talk to animals. Well, uh... Okay, if you want to talk to a fish, I suppose that's your prerogative. Sounds pretty fun. I guess we should see them... We should, like, tell the man to send that letter first, but... Then we'll go fishing. All right. As you're going to leave the store, you realize that there's someone waiting to come in. uh, To to come into the library. Uh, There's like a glass pane out onto the town square. And uh, through the door, looking back at you, is a zombie. Oh, dang. I... I wonder what I he wants my to read. Fucking hammer, and I like get him. I get him. I, <laughs> the door is closed. I go through so, the door. So uh, are you gonna glass, open it? Right. Yeah, it's glass. I'm going through the door. <laughs> okay, you can go through the door. Cool. I'm gonna hit it. Can I do that? You can do that. Just attack the zombie. Okay. Um. What's my attack modifier again? Okay, I got a 16. Okay, that'll hit. Roll for damage. That is 9 damage. Alright. So I burst through the door, glass, and just go slam! And I say smash! (laughs) Okay, as you burst through the door, you see there are... There is another zombie, and there is also a shadow. So roll for initiative. I'm also going to use... Can I use a minor action before we roll for initiative? Um... No. Actually, no. Uh, There is all... uh, Yeah, you can't use a minor action. You can also see someone else there. I just got to pull this up because I forgot to prepare for this. You can see... I want to rage. Oh, yeah, you can do that on your turn. Okay. So, uh, roll initiative while cool. I describe the final person here. There is a little gnome wielding a wicked knife, and he has a big hat with a bell on top of it. Sick. I got 20 for my initiative. Not Nat. Cool. Fabby, Eric, are you uh... going to roll initiative? No, I will not. 
I will take an okay. after 20. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, I have dropped. Well, that's a three. three. 22. So... Why am I why am I adding to this three I rolled? Your uh, dexterity modifier. Okay. One. So I rolled a four. Okay. Uh Kuria, you're up first. Okay, can I do a insight check for the gnome you said? Sure. Uh, what are you trying to insight out of it? Oh, just trying to figure out if they are working with the undead. I think you can tell that by the way he's staring at you angrily, he's working with these undead. I mean, maybe you can he just also doesn't tell like from the again because I was got distracted when you. When you oh, uh, this gnome is uh, got a wicked-looking knife. It's really more of a short sword. And now that you're looking at him closer, you can see his eyes are really hollow and. Oh, uh, he looks he looks undead too, just slightly less oh, decayed okay. than these other undead. Very gaunt and almost like something that's been sitting underwater for years and years. So, uh, yeah, Kuria, what was your action for this turn? Kuria uh, is going to leave Goldie to the... Uh zombie she was attacking and he is going to go after the gnome how big are gnomes in D? oh they're they're pretty short they're like shorter than you certainly okay but they're not like david the gnome sized no uh, like, no like, like like around like three feet tall like around that yeah three around three feet okay uh, so he is going to use his mace and try to hit this gnome over the head. All right. So if he looks Go undead, ahead. then he ain't no friend of couriers. Uh, a 13. A 13 will match his AC. Hey. Don't. Uh, so the first one is four damage. Alright. And, uh, follow up with an unarmed strike. Yes. Uh, 14 on the die. Mm-hmm. That yeah. will hit. That'll uh, hit no matter and... unless you have a negative modifier. Yep. And that is another four points of damage. Cool. You 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 hit him with your mace and punch him, and uh, it does not feel good to hit this thing. It's squishy. This gnome is squishy. It will be little, my little, squishy. A little bit of water comes out when you hit it. Oh yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> said he was gone, but you'd think he'd be bloated if he was underwater. He's not bloated, he's just squishy. 
you know that thing that some people can do where they where they swallow milk and then they squirt it out their their tear ducts. What the that fuck? Happens no. I know what you mean. I didn't know that. But what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that happens, but with lake water. Lake right. water. Oh shit! If you punch him in the chest, does it come out of his nipples? <laughs> Uh, you can't see his nipples; they're hidden below a shirt. But we can see how wet his shirt gets. <laughs> oh, that shirt is pretty wet. It looks like okay. he just climbed out of the lake. I gotcha, I gotcha. You got those zombies, Goldie. I'm gonna make sure this guy is no more. Get it? No more? No more? Uh, Goldie, your she, turn. She nods at you, and then uh enters her rage mode uh, before attacking the zombie she already <laughs> attacked. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, that is a gosh, 23 to hit? That'll definitely hit. <laughs> so, roll damage? Yeah, I was just saying, plus two damage on strength base. Okay, so that's two damage with my Great. Okay, well that wasn't great. So that's um ten damage bludgeoning. Yes, I rolled uh, one for one of those damage dice too. Oof. How much damage? Ten and all. Emily, how much damage was that? Uh, ten and all. I said ten damage. Ooh. Cool. I said it a few times. Uh, you I guess you can't. I guess I'm cutting out. <laughs> oh, so yeah, maybe I don't know. I didn't uh, hear it. You you get a pretty good hit on its head, and its head sw- swivels around like it's on a like it's on a like a revolving sort of base, mm-hmm. but it's still up. Dang. Its neck's all twisted, but it's still up. That's a strong ass zombie. Do I get advantage on it because it can't see me anymore? Uh, no, it can see you. It's twisted 360 degrees. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh, this this gnome is going to come at you, Courier, with this knife. A knife! A knife. Don't bring a knife to a gnome fight. Don't bring a knife He's to a gonna... mom fight. <laughs> uh, will a nine hit you, Courier? Uh, assuming that's against armor class, no. Yeah, that won't hit against armor class. So, no. It's always against armor class. This is in 4th edition. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> the shadow is going to swoop past you three, provoking attacks of opportunity. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, let me hit that fucker. Sure. I got to 21. Uh, I got 15, I got 20 in all, 15 plus 5. Anything above 11 hits. Okay. Hey. Uh, great and roll damage. Is 1d8 plus 3 bludgeoning. Fuck! I got max damage, I rolled 2 sixes, so that's 12 plus 3 is 15, plus 2 is 17 damage. But it's gonna nice. be halved because it's a shadow. Yeah, that's still. Uh, so, uh. quick question for an opportunity attack: 
can I still use a bonus action or just the... No, you just okay. the one attack. Yeah. I also rolled max damage, so that is uh, nine damage. Okay. Loose. What's uh, your damage? I did, I did eight. That's a really weird thing to ask. Well, no, that's not true. I believe it. It's 1d... Mm. So, if it says 1d8 plus 3 bludgeoning, does it mean only the 3 extra are bludgeoning or everything's bludgeoning? Everything's bludgeoning. Okay, everything's bludgeoning. okay I don't know if that matters. Uh, 8 bludgeoning. Okay. It usually you, doesn't matter in 5th edition, but sometimes it does. So. This shadow is being particularly reckless, and it takes attacks from all three of you. And one... Two, three, bam, it's down, and like some dust showers the inside of the store before you. I growl at the gnome, looking away from the dust. Uh, zombie number two is going to attempt to uh, hit you, Goldie. It lumps up to you and is going to hit with 21. Yeah, that hits my 14 armor class for sure. And it's going to do 6 bludgeoning damage. It's going to do 3 bludgeoning damage I'm raging. Oh, nice. Yeah. And the first zombie is also going to attempt to slam you. And welcome it's not to the damage to you. You think that you, when you twisted its head around, it might have discombobulated it a bit? <laughs> and it flops unceremoniously onto the ground in front of you. So it's, just, it's prone or is it dead? It is prone. Okay, yeah, awesome. And is it now prone loose, or is it prone? It's prone. Okay. Came out of the water, so it might be prone. It is prawn. Loose, what's mm-hmm. he, what's she gonna do with this prawn zombie? Are we gonna put some prawn on the ah, shit. I'm gonna drop my phone <laughs> and uh, unplug it from the charger, first and foremost. That's what I'm gonna Don't do. remember Loose getting one of those. Remember, she breaks the front yeah. wall, so all this is in character. Yeah, she has that, a that's phone. Her, that's she her tone. She has Twitter. That's, yeah. That's her tone. That's where she, she has needs Twitter her on her phone. <laughs> Her it's her eye tome. It's a tome. smart tome. Eye yeah. tome, get it? Uh, it's like an eye Okay, tome. it's charging now. Yeah. It's charging mm-hmm. now? It's charging now. Okay, so, no, it has stopped charging. I need it to charge, because if not, I can't record a podcast. Okay, it's now charging. All this is in character. Um... So let me just... Uh... You just crouched down behind the books, the library... With the charger lead going back into the store <laughs> to an electric plug, and you're saying, "Yeah, just one second, zombies! Okay. I just got to charge How up." How many is like, where did you find that plug? Like, what is even a plug? <laughs> like, it just it just happened. <laughs> so I just want to make it clear that during this whole time, uh, Luz has just been reading her book, ignoring everything. So when when she's like, "I should do something," she looks up. Uh, and uh, how many enemies are there? There are two zombies and a very waterlogged gnome. 
Okay, okay. Um, let's, I guess, let's start with a burning hands. That sounds like a good, everyone, everyone likes that one. All right, you could, fine. you could catch the two zombies in the burning hands. Okay. Uh, okay, so for that is, each creature with a 15 foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. What's the DC for that? Uh, 14. Oh, no. All right. Uh, it's, it says 14, it's spell modifier plus 6. So, does that mean... Okay, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that, that means both of them fail. That means 14 to EC. Okay. Yeah, both of them fail and take max damage. Okay, so that's... Gonna Hell be, yeah. I'm very good at dungeons and or dragons. 3d6 fire damage. Yes. Dang. Oh. Go ahead. Do yep. that fire damage. Four plus four plus four. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, that's like twelve. Uh, right? Four, eight, twelve. You, t- you, the zombie that's next, twisted it all around. You burn through what remains of its twisted neck, and it nice. drops to the ground. Uh, like a like a dropped kebab at a party. The other one, it frantically pats itself down, and appears to be d- very wounded. But the image still of a up. zombie patting itself down is very funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, from inside the store, Antari runs out and is like, huh? Jumble Bell, what are you? How are you here? I knew what? she's working with them. Courier's turn. I'll attack this librarian. If you want to. No. Uh. So. Get that gnome. He's going to. So I know this gnome looks undead, but yeah. how close to re-death does it look to me? It looks a little close. Looks to be a bit at about half health. Okay. I'm going to attack it again. Alrighty, go ahead. Okay, so that is a 21. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That'll hit. So the initial hit does... Uh, 9 damage. Yep. And then I'm going to spend a key point. Yes, you spend a key point and... Two. Do a flurry of blows for two unarmed strikes. Okay. So that is a 16 on the first one. That'll hit. 13 on the other. That'll also hit. So four and... uh, You take it down. You take it down. That first hit is all it takes to take it down. 
That's right. Stay down, you spongy. The gnome uh, collapses, and there is a zombie left. Uh, so can I? You can There's target it move. with your second attack, with your second flurry of blows attack. Yes. Okay, that thirteen uh, will hit it. Then the second one that was uh, six damage. Yep, that does some damage, and now it's Goldie's turn. Well, and uh, another thing. Well, yeah, I hit one of the punches on the gnome, and that knocked it out, though, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, the, so. The second okay, one so the was first on the punch zombie. Took it out, but the second one, okay. And since I used a flurry of blows, uh, I can also uh, make it succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be knocked prone. Uh, this one will... I'm guessing a four fails the necessary DC. Uh, where would I find uh, the DC? Uh, probably with the ability... Fails. <laughs> I think in, Mas- in Washington? In Washington. The DC, the District of Columbia. Um so so saves are 8 plus proficiency plus the necessary modifier. So whatever your modifier is for your saving throws, I'm not sure if it's wisdom or dexterity. Yeah, that that means it'll fail. So uh yeah. what was that dexter? Like uh, it is eight. knocked prone. Yes. Yeah. It is knocked prone, yes. Awesome, so I can get some advantage on my next attack. Yeah, and that attack is right now, Goldie. Fuck yeah, let's do this. Finish this zombie. So yeah, she's gonna... And then like do a jumping slam attack on it. Uh, okay, I'm gonna roll again because I have advantage, but I'm gonna hit with my first one. Uh, okay, well the second one was a 1, so yeah, I'm using the 15 plus 5 is 20. That'll so, hit. Yep. And roll damage? Yeah, working on it. Okay, so that's six plus five. So twelve damage, bludgeoning. Twelve takes it down. You you stomp on its skull and it yeah. it's it's like the band smashing pumpkins here. Fuck yes. I was gonna say like a watermelon, just fucking smash that skull in. Today yeah. is the gravest day to kill a sambo. No day <laughs> yeah. like tomorrow <laughs> to kill a fucking sambo. <laughs> Before I kill a fucking sambo. Um, rocking in the corner. What? You're out of initiative now, and Antari runs up to the corpse of the undead gnome and screams, Jumble Bell, no! She's <laughs> working with them. You, you knew that guy? This is. She's working with them. She's one of them. No, she isn't. <laughs> no, this does eh, not jump into conclusions on either side yet. This was my boyfriend. Well, uh, he was already a boyfriend. zombie, as you can tell. She looks really disappointed. <laughs> from before the... From before Fullgate was destroyed. 
This was the shambling corpse, the remain. I'm sorry to tell you, but your boyfriend had been dead a long time. What walked, what attacked us tonight, what threatened your life, our life, and the lives of every time was nothing more than a mockery of the person your boyfriend used to be. I am so sorry for your loss, but your boyfriend's gone, and we had nothing to do with it. Luce, that's so beautiful. I didn't expect that from you. <laughs> if you want, I could mess him up a little more so you can't recognize him. No, we've got to bury him. The fuck is wrong that's with you, Courier? <laughs> I want to make it clear that Luce finished her little, that Luce finished her little speech, and then immediately went back to her book. <laughs> <laughs> Scrolling. <laughs> I thought it was a Kindle. Oh god, it's a Kindle, damn. <laughs> I thought he was gone for so long. He was in Fullgate when it went down. I have you seen anything like this before? Well, we've seen a lot of zombies, but nothing that anyone recognized until now. Uh in your previous zombie encounter there was an orc druid that was undead as well but nobody uh, a little voice in my head just told me that and it's not like a mental it's like a narrator don't worry about it mental health is real people can i'm not i don't have any mental problem well, i suffer from a little bit of depression anxiety but that's not here that my point is there was an orc druid last time we fought zombies and he was acting like an orc druid Yes. Except he was on the undead side. Yes, you seem to I know mean, about I this. I don't wanna. Oh no, that was me, not not Antari. Oh, I'm sorry. You, the librarian, and the voice in my head have the same voice, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> uh, so while this conversation's going on, can Courier look for some sort of small container or vial to gather up that dust? I'm sure. Shadow. You like probably have the some. Dagger. You probably have some flasks on you. Uh, they're okay, filled so with he's... oil, but actually, that would be a good like preservation material. So you could just sprinkle the dust in the oil, and yeah. Okay. And he's uh, gonna. Well, how many of these would you say he could have? Uh, how many of the files with dust? Uh, probably. You would probably have two flasks of oil on you, okay. just for lanterns. And Emily, you wanted to check out Jumbo Bell's corpse. I want to check out the dagger. Yeah. Just gonna tuck these at the old chest pocket. It's it's a gnome's corpse. He's wearing ratty leather armor that's been underwater for years. No, I mean like specific. I want the dagger, like the dagger he was holding, not this. Oh, it it just looks like a dagger. <laughs> It it's does like, look you like you said it looked really cool, so I was wondering if it was magical. It, or it does look really cool, but it's not magical. Okay, I'll let it. Be it's like someone on. has uh, taken like uh, a dagger from a sci-fi TV show and just put it here. Do they have the Bud K catalog in Canada? Because it looks like something you'd get from the Bud K catalog. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> so it are might you, be Canada, but I don't know what it is. Are you pronouncing <laughs> booty gag wrong? Are you talking about the presidential candidate who we definitely do not endorse in this podcast? 
Oh, definitely not. Sanders won on our ticket. Yeah. Um, I'm personally Sanders, and I guess Warren if I have to. I mean, be, but yeah. I mean, she compromises Warren, too can... much. Ooh. Yeah, she does. Also, but, like, whole, like pretending to be native. It's the bad look. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. This isn't supposed to be a politics podcast, but like, <laughs> pre- well, Eric pronounced booty gig wrong. <laughs> he did. That this is all Eric's fault. We can say that that's the reason why we're talking about. Wow, that, like, Cass, way to blame the only man in this podcast as the source of our politics problems. <laughs> way to go in your misandry. Wow. I'm rude now. <laughs> Hey, Eric, you're cool. Don't worry about them. <laughs> I've always been... Uh, I mean, you're saying I'm cool, but I'm about to post a picture from the Bud K catalog, and you might change your mind. <laughs> Once again, I'm pretty it's sure it's pronounced Buttigag. It's, diff- <laughs> it's a different thing, Vavie. Where did you post this? Oh, here we ah, are. in the chat. Oh, yeah, basically one of those ones with the... With the That's sick. Basically, the one that isn't a katana that's still kind of long-ish. I want that. Actually, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> okay, it's just a normal. Well, I'm, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna be like, hey, um, Miss Librarian, can I have this? I, I guess, sure, go ahead. Well, because you're like the next to can, right? So I don't want it to be like a dick. I mean, we we weren't actually married. We were just like these dating. are cool, but hey, once again, listen, how long were you together? Like. Two months. Oh. He's been okay, dead for years, like, girl. Uh, you, <laughs> honestly, you need to move on. Oh, I I thought I had, but then he, you know what? I saw him alive here. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Grief affects us all in different ways. And you, all, you need a moment to grieve, so we will all um, be out of your way here. Once again, I'm sorry for your loss. But head goes back to the book. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's just uh, roll a thing here, because I need to roll a thing. Okay. That's scary. From behind her, <gasps> from behind her, a shadow appears. No! Stop! Stop in and shadow! And picks her up. No! And he's going to attempt to suck out her soul. Um, Can I hit the shadow? She, her soul is not getting sucked out this turn. Cassie, okay, you're I so kinky. Get the shadow away from her. Having a <laughs> shadow you. suck off a lady right in the middle of. The... Also, thank you for laying in those character strands. That's always really appreciated. Uh, diversity <laughs> is important. I mean, I hadn't planned it, but sure, Antares is trans. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I, like, and uh, some arrows pepper the okay. ground around you, and off just b- b- behind the store, you can see some skeletons poking out with their bows. <sighs> so roll for initiative again. God damn it! <laughs> Save her. I feel bad for her. I got uh, eighteen. Twenty. My initiative. Uh, 
And Kuria, what's your initiative? 16. All right. It looks like y'all are basically going to be going first in a big chunk. So, Luce, mm-hmm. your turn. Uh, we're only fighting. Luce looks up from her book and she's like, oh, we're fighting. Luce Skywalker. Please, no. Luz de la Noche. Okay. Um, looks up from her book and notices we're fighting things again. Are we only fighting one shadow now? Fighting, fighting a one shadow, shadow and a bunch of skeletons. Three skeletons, one shadow. Uh, how many spells do I have that are this level? How, does anyone remember how many level one spells I, I get? No. <laughs> you should get about four. Okay. I think. Then I'm gonna say I just have. Do I pre- actually no? Hmm? You cast them at level. Hang on, I need to check. Because this thing doesn't. T- it tells me what spells I know, but not what spells I like. How many I can prepare of each? I would appreciate that. You don't have any. You don't have anything that says uh, your spell you don't, slots. You don't prepare as a warlock. Uh, you cast spells mm-hmm. at second level, and you have two spell slots so you've used one okay and you would know four spells uh, can i use the same spell twice yeah. yeah okay burning hands at second level so actually that would pr- yeah that is 3d6 you did that right the other time uh, yep so burning hands are you hands. the skeletons or the shadow if i can get everyone everyone if not the one i can get the most people Okay, uh, these skeletons are, like, poking out from around the library. Mm-hmm. If you moved a bit, you can get all three of them in the blast. Okay. Otherwise, they would get a bonus to avoiding you. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll move. I have a move action. Okay. Probably can do a little move as a treat. <laughs> They are all going to be engulfed completely in this fire blast. Go ahead and roll damage. 3d6. That's a 6, a 2, is this a 4? And a 4. So, 12. Oof. You toast these skeletons. Oops. You look like they are barely hanging on all three of them. Um, just... Just as a reminder, because it's been a while, this looks like fake as fire. It looks like a combination of pla- like red plastic garbage uh, bags coming out of my hands, and also a bad Photoshop effect, like bad movie maker. Uh, but the effects are real. Like these skeletons are singed and completely they, darkened. They look like. They look like a delicious marrow bone that's been served beside your succulent T-bone mm-hmm. steak. Yep. Uh, Luz, They're that toasty. Luz goes back to her book. Okay, Goldie. There are three mm-hmm. skeletons here. Or a shadow. Which one would you like to attack? Uh, I was thinking actually of grappling the shadow to make sure it can't suck out the soul of our friend uh, here. You are pretty sure from how your weapons have passed through it, like the shadows like water, that it wouldn't be able to be grappled. But it can pick her up? You're pretty sure it's very... 
a spirit. That's not fair. I can pick her up. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, uh, can I grab her away from it? You could try to wrestle her away from it, yes. I'm going to do that then. So I'm going to roll athletics, and I have advantage on athletics checks, I believe, when I'm raging. And if I'm not raging still from the last time, we'll just do it again. I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, awesome. uh, so what gonna, do you roll? Uh, okay, so first one was uh, a 17. And I'm going to roll again just to make sure I don't get a better one. No, I don't. Okay, you, by some strange quirk of this particular shadow's nature, you are not able to wrestle Antari from from its grasp. It's bullshit. <laughs> uh, now, one of these shadows is going to attack you, Luce. It's a bit... Uh, one of the skeletons. One of the skeletons is going to attack you, Luce. Uh, 16 to hit. Let me look. Against AC. Yep. I'm going to the top of my character sheet. Armor class is 12. So that's going to hit, I'm pretty sure. And it's going to do 6 damage as an arrow plunges into you. Okay. I am at 12. Okay. And now... It is Courier's turn. Courier, come and take out these shadows for the team. Courier is going to attempt to... Oh, skeletons, or or the shadow. Plural is So he's going to... If he goes after the shadow, would the skeletons be close enough to also hit with a flurry of blows? Uh, No. They're about 10 feet apart, which isn't close enough to hit them both. Okay. Well, he's still going to attack the shadow. What if Curry had go-go gadget arms? If Curry had go-go gadget (laughs) arms, I would let you attack them all. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Okay. Okay, does a 15 hit the shadow? A 15 will hit the shadow. So that is 7 damage. Mm. And then the last solid light on his head will blink out as he uses his last key point to do a flurry of blows. So... Uh... 13. That'll hit. Its AC is 12. Okay, so 7 for the first one. Yep. Uh, For the first flurry of blows? Yep. For the first flurry of blows? Yep. For the second one is 6 damage. And with his open hand technique... He is going to uh, make it do a strength saving throw of DC 12 to, or, and if it fails the saving throw, it'll get pushed up to 15 feet 
and I'm hoping that will separate it from the librarian. Okay, that's a strength DC. Yep, DC 12. Okay, it beats it with 15. Your palm sinks through this this shadow. You don't think a lot of your damage got through, and it couldn't be knocked away from the librarian. It well, is now. I don't like this guy. It is now going to attempt to suck the librarian's soul out yet again. It's bullshit. I couldn't get it. If you first don't succeed, try and try again. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you need to take a little time. Just because you don't suck the librarian's soul out on the first attempt doesn't mean you should give up. He doesn't on the second attempt either. The librarian is holding onto this skeletal mottled hand that is emerging from the shadow's form and struggling and has managed to hold on to her soul for now. Now two of these skeletons are going to attack Yulus. One of them will not hit but the they other jealous. will. They jealous. They be hating. And he's going to do six damage. I'm down to six hit points. Loose. Come on, your turn. Uh, how many skeletons Try are to... left? Well, I, I'm out three, of spells. Three skeletons. The thing. Yeah. Uh, you can use you can use you can use cantrips. Yeah. Like you can blast. use cantrips. Yeah. Uh, let me look at my eldritch bless here. Eldritch wrath lets me do one d ten force damage. Uh, do I want? D10? You can tell that these, mm-hmm. you can tell that these skeletons are basically maybe one, even light tap away from dropping dead. In that case, I would almost say, uh, since you're using magic, you should hit the shadow, and then I'll take care of the skeletons. Okay. I'm using Eldritch Blast on the shadow. Apparently physical attack doesn't hurt the shadow. DC plus <laughs> 6. That is uh, 23. 17 That plus six. definitely hits. That definitely hits the shadow. Okay. You managed to Eldritch Blast the shadow. Um, and roll for damage. Uh, if that's a D10, I'm looking for a D10. Okay, I found one. That's 9. Nine? Nine. Nice. Nine! Yep. The shadow dissipates between... Before... Dissipates as it's struck by your Eldritch Blast. It bursts into dust. And it is destroyed. Hey, way to go, way to be, way to shoot. (laughs) One of these skeletons... One of the remaining skeletons, as there are three remaining skeletons, is going to miss trying to shoot Goldie with its bow. Actually, no, it's Goldie's turn. Okay. Yeah, Goldie, go. I'm gonna hit the skeleton, one of them. I wish I could do a sick, like, spin hit that hit all of them, but I don't have cleave. I don't know if that's a thing in this game ever. That is a thing in this game. A feat or something. Okay, I got a... Yeah, I should get that. Wow, she a uh, doggy and she got feet. 
Uh, I got um, uh, 14 to hit. That hits. And Sick. you take a skeleton down. Yes, crumble it with my fucking maul. Yeah. Courier's turn. There are two skeletons left. Okay, now the shadow, did it just dissipate or did it turn to dust like the last one? The shadow is turned to dust. It's dead. Okay, so uh, he will head over to the skeletons and try to give them a light tap. Yep. Roll to love tap. Alright, so the Roll first one definitely these... hits. Roll to spank these skeletons. Uh, so both of these attacks, if they hit, will do a minimum of four damage. Which will uh, be enough to destroy them. Okay, so the first one definitely destroys with a 17 on the die. Yes. And then the follow-up unarmed punch is a 17 total. Yep. They both go down. You whoop, whoop. And the skeletons good, are destroyed. Good uh, sound effects. I, I appreciate. I just wanted to that shout out your sound effects. They're good. Thank you. Uh, you're out of initiative. And Antari stands up, rubbing your throat. Oh my... What? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. You saved me. Oh, you're welcome. But it was yeah. a team effort. They helped. Uh, so that's that thing we talked about earlier. That's the thing that sucks out souls. Oh, it's horrible. It sucks you off and not oh. in the fun way. Yeah, not in the fun way at all. <laughs> I, I, she blushes suddenly and is like, mm-hmm. I, I. It's okay. You're among friends. She hides. Behind, she she goes back into a library and What's closes the, the door behind way, her. Liz? I don't get it. If that thing we definitely didn't do that time. We got super drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, you know the fun way. <laughs> uh, I I just want to say that if anyone out there, uh, especially a trans girl. If you want to use the pickup line, won't you suck my soul out? Uh, you can have that one. You you get that one for free. I'm giving that one to you. Good luck with that. <laughs> it would work for me, honestly. Anyway, now that they are all dead and uh, Antari is sufficiently embarrassed, uh, what would you like to do as the as this episode comes to a close. Um, I guess we're gonna, like, head to the mayor's office is what we were gonna do. Sure. Uh, how do you feel about splitting the party? Uh, me? Um, I... Yes, the GM. I'm not gonna let you do that for <laughs> a significant amount of time. Because by the time Courier gets back from the Dejai Order, the adventure will have been over. No, it's not going to be that much. Uh, more just like uh, if one or both of them go to the mayor's office to have him send the message, 
and he was going to take the underwater uh, dust oil to the temple they were at to see if they could look it over and find oh, a way yeah, to that's use fine. it against. Sure. And then we're going to catch a fish and talk to it. You'll, you, I'll let you do that next time, not this time. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, Luce and Goldie, you head to the mayor's office. Mr. Mayor! Uh, he's bumbling behind his desk. And he says, oh, oh, hello. Mr. Mayor, it's me, Isabel, to tell you to do your duties. <laughs> um, no, it's Secretary Healer is the Isabel. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, could you send, like, um, a letter to the Dejai Order to maybe send some assistance? I know it'll take a while, but it's worth a try, right? The Dejai Order? That's months away. I The library said weeks. Weeks, if I pay for faster postage. Why wouldn't you? Your town's on the line. <laughs> I have to balance the budget. Yeah, okay. We won't have uh, a the, the, town. You won't have a I, balance. I woke you won't up. Have a budget to balance. <laughs> I woke up to the the mayor uh, looking at my phone or tablet book. Um, I pull out my mace and I put my mace on top of the mayor and I say. I think, um, Expeditious, Expedited, how, how do you pronounce that again? Expediti? Um, yeah. Expedited to delivery. You, you should do that. I'm going to roll an Intimidate. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to assist with that because I got, like, uh, good Intimidation. What does Assisting do in this system? Basically, if, if Emily gets on, 10 or above... Uh, you add two to your roll. Okay. Well, yeah, I got 16 plus three, which is 18. Okay, um, I got 19, 11 so. plus my four, so I add two more. Yep. 17, right? 15 plus two, yep. You would you would have succeeded on a 10. Okay. <laughs> I succeeded seven points more than normal. Yeah, I just, I just, I just he is sufficiently it. cowed and says, oh, Okay, okay, I'll pay for expedited <laughs> delivery. <laughs> Who's a good little mayor? I pinch his cheek and I walk away, walk out of the office. He blushes. I do, I do, I do that like looking at you thing, like that from from like like the exact same animation from Korra when she does it to like, <laughs> you know, that that. Iki and Shinora? I don't know. No, 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 no. Korra's like uh she she know but she does that like thing where she like puts like her pinky and her index finger at her eyes and then puts it at like oh the watching yeah. you to Captain Bayfong yeah okay. yeah I'm doing that to him <laughs> he immediately starts writing a letter he is he's like light with a death note hey that's my Jeez. gimmick <laughs> on his way to the temple for some reason uh, courier senses this. Yes, Courier senses this paying for the uh, expedited shipping, and for a reason he doesn't even understand himself, he just kind of gives an approving nod. <laughs> you have male senses. Are you talking about me or Courier? 
Courier does. Courier has postage, posty senses. Postage senses, yeah. It's like a spider sense, but for for mailmen. <laughs> Courier, you sense a rare stamp in your vicinity. got a mail tingle. <laughs> you sense your mail appendage tingling. God, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that might have been overstep, and I can cut that out. I, I'm no, sure. Well, I mean, I thought it was funny. It's okay, funny. that's good. It's, I just also hate it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're at the temple. You've got two two containers of oil, and you're going to talk to uh, you're going to talk to Mina, the paladin priestess. Uh, hello, courier. Hey, Priestess, I got a couple of vials here full of uh, a shadow, believe it or not. A shadow? Pull them out of his chest. And, uh, oh, that's, that's Just pull one out of his chest in case he has butterfingers. Okay, um, uh, this is the. Some so- this is some sort of dust suspended in oil. It doesn't look much like a shadow. Well, I mean, it's what happens when you kill a shadow, and then it turns ah. into dust. And, you know, I had to think pretty quickly. And, you know, so, I, you know, this is what I had on me. Ah. If I had known I needed shadow dust, I would have gotten an empty container. Quick Don't thinking. judge me. You don't know me. Oh, okay, well, then you can judge me, because you said a nice thing. <laughs> uh, I, I may be able to research this and find out... More about these shadows. Uh, thank you so much for bringing this. And hey, what do you think would happen if somebody drank this? I would say that they would take 1d6 necrotic damage and <laughs> have to make a constitution saving throw for drinking oil straight from the jar. <laughs> what if I put it on my fist and punch someone? How about that? Then I would say they would get oily. I like can the sound of that. Can robots take necrotic damage? I don't think Warforged can take necrotic damage, no. <laughs> I mean, I can't technically drink it. Yeah. I mean, you could As use seen it to with the Moxicola in the previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Moxicola. I love that. Anyway, um, yes, I will uh, take this to my lab, uh, have a look at it, see if I can ascertain the anything about the undead this this came from and uh, hopefully we can use it to defend the town so uh, as we're fighting these guys and they're you know leaving bits and bobs on the battlefield uh, is there anything else I should be collecting for research or you pretty much got your uh, pick of the litter when it comes to that what with having an undead leak and all uh, I've I've been able to grab a few zombie parts and I'm testing the weapons I found down in the basement. Uh, hopefully I should find one that's super effective soon against these undead for you. Sure now, she has a giant call me hammer. crazy, <laughs> but I got an idea for fighting shadows. What if you put the yeah. shadows in shadow? I don't know. <laughs> I heard about that somewhere. <laughs> Go listen to Teenagers with Attitude. 
Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, work. priestess. Uh, no, I don't think that'll work. If the creature's made of shadow, surely putting them in shadow would just, like, make them stronger. Or, if anything, it would make them more difficult to see. Yeah, you're right. That was a dumb idea. Yeah. I, I don't know whoever thought of that. Must be very silly. To be fair, the, 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 the Shadow Rangers are weirdly made out of light and not shadow, which is why that works, apparently. Yeah, that's mm. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to call that this episode, and I'm going to say uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Strangers Fiction. Uh, we're an audio entropy podcast, and if you like what we're doing here, you can go to audioentropy.com and click the donut button. Money you, you give us there just goes to keeping the site online and paying the hosting fees. Eric... Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at D... Sorry, that's the next Courier voice. You can find me on Twitter at Rules. That's Courier 7, the Swedish Courier. Borka, borka. You can find me on the Twitter. Rules. That's D-A-M-O-O-N-R-U-L-Z. Emily, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at this is Emeralds, and that's cool. it for now. Also, you can listen to me on Teenagers of Attitude if you want, which we kind of talked about already. Yeah, a bit of a shout out to the Shadow Rangers and Fabby. <laughs> where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter uh, at Fabby underscore Garza. Uh, you can also find me on Teenagers of Attitude occasionally. Although I haven't been there in a little bit. Uh, uh, and also, if you like hearing me talk about video games and Kingdom Hearts in particular, I was recently in a podcast by, um, by uh, Uppercut Crit, uh, Geeky Galpal, in a bonus episode. So you can find that uh, if you look for Geeky Galpal. Uh, G- no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Geeky Galpal. It's called Palling Around. Geeky Galpal is what the website used to be called. Palling around. Um, it's a bonus episode about Kingdom Hearts Remind. I had a lot of fun. There were like actual games journalists talking about this video game and me being like, I like when the bullshit happens. The bullshit is fun. I like when it comes <laughs> in. It was, it was a good time. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah, you should listen to that. That sounds like a really good listen. Yeah. Uh, you can also find, uh, you can find the porn that I do at, uh, Fabby Cutie, that's F-A-B-B-Y-C-U-I-T-I-E. Uh, among the things you can Give find there. Give Fabby your fucking money. Yeah, I also have... Uh, Give Fabby sorry? your money so you can look at her naked body. Yes, uh, if you look at that Twitter, I have some pictures and some previous videos. I also have an OnlyFans account that's also under that same username. The link is there on the Twitter. It's still FabiCutie. Um, and if you can probably go down my media and find pictures from today's recording where I recorded Topless. And there's a couple of pictures there. So enjoy that. Hell yeah. Oh, also, one, one last thing before I forget. By the time this is out, uh, you can probably find me in the... 
the summer toilet book club feed where uh, me and a couple of other cool people are playing Game of Interstitial or Hearts Intertwine, where we're all characters from Twilight fanfiction. Uh, I play cool. a gay werewolf. Is that is that nice? Hell yeah! Is, is that going to be on um, the main feed and not just the that Patreon should or? no? It's going to be in the main feed in between the books. Ooh, I'm like looking excited to that. Yeah, it's this a episode short... is probably. Hmm? Go ahead. It's a short four-episode miniseries, so by the time you you listen to this, hopefully at least the first episode should be out. I'm stocking up for the winter, so this this uh well for the uni semester, so this episode should be out on the 11th of March. Okay, so maybe more than one of those episodes will be out. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. It's good time. Uh, I suffer... And great classic hits. I suffer from the... I can't remember how I characterized this character at last session. So Leah changes a lot from session to session. But by the fourth episode... Oh, Leah Clearwater. Yeah. uh, You know, I play a gay werewolf. Uh, By the last episode of that, I think it ends in a really, really nice place. Uh, everyone else that's in that cast is fucking amazing. Morg, who's been on this podcast before. Cat, uh, of course, is the GM. is amazing. And Andrew from Argonaz is fucking stellar. I think he is the MVP of that podcast, playing Phil Dwyer, Bella's uh, stepdad. Wait, Phil Dwyer? Oh, yeah. yeah. Her, her mom's partner. Yeah. I was like, isn't her dad named Charlie? No. He, yeah, stepdad. Yeah, his, her dad, he plays. Her he plays the stepdad. It's really good. Yeah, uh, that's a step ladder, not a real ladder. Yeah, more step parents are real Alice, parents. So it's good times. Nice. And I can be found on Twitter at what is cosplay and at patreon.com slash castywinter where you can get access to episodes as soon as I'm finished editing them for just a dollar a month. At $5, you will receive a shout-out at the end of the episode. So I'd just like to thank Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Uh, so, oh, uh, we don't have a sign-off for this podcast yet. Um, would you all be able to help me come up with something? Um... Bork, bork. Bork, bork. I think I did that last time, too. <laughs> uh, let me try something. It's a good sign-off. Well, let me go at the end. Okay. Eric, do you have a sign-off for us? Uh, a sign-off for you. The sign-off you this week... Sign-off? Uh, the sign-off this week is... Uh... Don't oil yourself up with an undead creature. Don't oil yourself up with an undead creature. That's fantastic. Fabby. Um, so, my sign-off is going to have a little bit of a preamble because I'm me and I'm an extra bitch. Uh, hey, the world's sucking a lot and it has sucked forever and we have only really realized how much the world has sucked for the past couple of years. And we're trying, but it's still really fucking hard if you're anything other than a rich, cis-head white dude. Um, so 
I just want to say as a sign off to here is we're going to make it. All right. Be gay, do crimes. Fuck capitalism, go home. No, wait, that's a different podcast.